0: for Overheard Productions and for the wonderful Trad and Now magazine. It's Bill Quinn with you on a beautiful summer day here in Sydney. And ladies and gentlemen, as summer lingers on in Australia, but already a little autumn is starting to creep into our lives. And for those of us of a folk music persuasion, well, autumn means one of many things. It can mean Port Ferry Festival. It can mean St Albans up in New South Wales, but it most definitely means the National Folk Festival in Canberra. And look, when I first grabbed a list of performers, I'm not too proud to say that my boyish little 10-year-old heart just skipped a beat when I saw front and centre the name Bush Gothic. They're from Melbourne, joining us on the line from the trendy and socially aware northern suburbs of Melbourne. It's good morning to Jenny Thomas. Good morning. Hello, Jenny. Now, Jenny... Uh, I said to you when we teed this up last night that uh, you haven't spoken with me before uh, since I've introduced a little uh, signature thing for my interviews. So, Jenny, I'm going to offer you the chance to win $52 million and a lovely island off the coast of whatever country you desire to go and live with your lovely partner and your children if you can answer this one question correctly. Uh-huh. So, Jenny Thomas... The capital city of Victoria is Melbourne. Its population is about 5 million people. What is the middle name of Kylie Minogue's neighbor's character, Charlie Robinson? Sebastian. Sebastian? Ah, oh, so close. Look, it's not correct. Um, I'll give you I'll give you the correct answer at the end of of the of the interview, uh, oh, you, don't oh, the 50, do. you don't win the fifty, you don't win the fifty two million dollars, you don't get the island, but you've got the consolation prize, which is this lovely interview. Uh, <laughs> Jenny, you've t- spoken to me a lot over the years about what you do with the way that you approach and present uh, traditional Australian folk music. Give us a little rundown on what that's about. Well,
1: we Bush Gothic play traditional Australian songs that are mostly from the Victorian era. And we choose songs which have just got the great stories attached to them that um, a lot of our ancestors, um, that, that, that they experienced. So they're songs of being transported away from your home country and heartbreak and murder and treachery. And um, the idea behind it was, or well, the reason I started the band is I'd heard a lot of these songs, but very rarely with women involved. And um, I come from a a classical and a a jazz world music background, so it was all about getting the art back into the music, I suppose, the beauty. And through that, the communication is, is quite direct.
0: That's interesting. I'm going to pick up on one point in particular, and that's the fact that as we sit here in February 2018, gender issues... And I guess if you want to call it, for the sake of something better, the male-female sort of divide or mélange, it's, it's it's pretty much front and center of a lot of conversations. The fact that you say that there weren't that many females being uh, in, in, featured in the music, do you think that's a patriarchy thing? Or was it? What, what do you? what, yeah, what do sure. What
1: do you, what <laughs> I do. Well, I think it's from a long line of uh, women's stories in Australia. Um, Very rarely were written down. I mean, I think the women were probably just a little bit too busy, you know, looking after the family. And (laughs) even though there were poets and there were writers, but we don't have their perspective very much. But it is in the songs. Um, And then at at folk festivals that I would go to, it's usually the men up on stage. Mm. And um, again, the women are busy doing some other important work. But it's it, a that's a big thing. It's a big, <laughs> a huge scope. But I um ha- as a feminist, I am, and I you know I have been very interested in how we can get a a, a b- the big broad picture. And um well, mm. you know I am a woman, so it's <laughs> couldn't do much about that. If I'm going to sing the songs, it's <laughs> going to be by a woman.
0: Having said that, though, I guess there is that tradition in folk for. A man, say, to write, to sing a song from the standpoint of a woman and, and sing it in a male voice as a woman. Do you think that that's a little bit condescending or is just a case of, well, they're the ones putting the music out? or oh, it's fine, it's fine. You know, this is a big
1: world and we've got room for all expressions of art. Mm. And...
0: Um, I love
1: my band and, I, and I, I'm really committed to what we do, but it's not at all a comment to say that it's, um, it can't be done in any other way that anyone chooses. Yeah. I, ask
0: the, I ask the question purely out of ignorance. I observe a lot, I judge little, but the one thing, sorry just getting off the music for a bit, the one thing that makes me laugh and also makes me cry is the fact that there's this movement. Have you ever heard of MRAs? No. Men's Rights Activists.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I know about that. I, I love it when fellas sing songs from the women's perspective
0: and, and vice versa. I think it's great. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, I'm sorry I was going to go off on a total tangent, but let's keep the focus on you. I know,
1: I, I moved it across. Well
0: done, well <laughs> done, you. I need you around my life more often to get Bill mm-hmm. back on track. Um, so, uh, look, I'll be honest, I've been out of, out of touch with a lot of the folk stuff in the last year or so. Uh, tell me about... Uh, your most recent works. I think Jim Jones is one of the songs that'll be more recently, is that correct?
1: That's right. So we have um, begun work on a new album and one of those was a single and we started to look at, well, how can we represent the Australian mood or <laughs> how, how to represent Australia in a film clip. And so we released this film clip and single. It's only been released interna- internationally, but mm. we are releasing it in Australia in a couple of months. And um, a lot of our work in the last couple of years has been in England and Ireland, and it's been really fascinating to 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 Australian music Um, there because people overseas are are, um, they're really interested in our songs and in Mm. our stories, and they know about um, the Melbourne music scene. And often on BBC Radio Pip, they will specifically say, get me to talk about Melbourne and music. Mm. And um, so it's pretty interesting to see how the cultural cringe here (laughs) affects, puts these glasses on us and we we can't quite see what we've got, but um, we've got a lot.
0: We've talked in the past about that whole process of you taking the music overseas and sort of taking coals to Newcastle and ice to igloos in in terms of that. And the other thing that I, I, I was much amused by the way you described you described it is how you take your approach to traditionalists and what their reaction is when they see and hear you.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's, <laughs> get all kinds of reactions I mean sometimes people will walk out and say well that's not how I like my traditional song yeah. and then often people will cry and they'll say oh, that my grandma used to sing me that song or yeah. um, "Or I've always hated that song I couldn't stand it but now you've brought something to it that I love and, and that's that's the idea of all art, really, is to um, draw out whatever beauty is in the story or underlying at its roots and, uh, and
0: express it. You've hit the nail on the head for me personally, which is I adore it when I take something like, oh, I hate this, I, I can't stand um, Bound for Botany Bay, can't stand it, can't stand it, can't stand it. Oh, my <coughs> Lord, look at the way that that woman and those two blokes are doing it on stage here at Gundagai. I don't think I hate it anymore. And that was uh-huh. my that was exactly my experience in 2000 and I forget, but down in Gundagai, when you popped uh-huh. up and did a version of a song that I really couldn't stand.
1: <laughs> it's quite powerful, and and I think it's very powerfully well, certainly politically. It's just like when you have a your leader of your country who you feel doesn't represent you, oh. or um, what could that be, or um, <laughs> or or any kind of leadership or, or cultural movement that you. Um, don't feel aligned with it it can be very powerfully when you start to come back into the stream or um, it's just all part of this amazing conversation that we're having as Australians you know to say well what are we and now is an incredible time to really forge our identity because it really is up to us
0: I'm going I'm to pinch a word that you used in uh, the context of the uh, lovely crochet work that you do or the, the little um, cross stitch which is subversive cross stitch
1: uh, yes. <laughs> well, life's just more fun when it's subversive, isn't it? Yeah,
0: that's it, and that's <laughs> I was picking up on the point of when you are saying yeah, the, the way that they approach the music is a subversive, you know, questioning the authority. My goodness, we're, we're, we're covering some themes throughout this, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jodie, moving towards the National, uh, have you got your set times yet? Which venues and all of that sort of stuff yet? We do,
1: yes. Well,
0: you don't have to rattle them off, but... Um, you're going to be in some familiar places, are you? Yeah, yeah, we are. We're
1: going to be in some, some big places and some smaller places. And we we do a kid's show, which is really fun. Yeah. And I, I'm doing a workshop on um, if people want to make an album. I've made a lot of albums, and I love recording. So let's yeah. just help people out with a few ideas about making a great album.
0: Oh, fantastic. I will definitely keep an eye out for that one. Uh, now... Before then, so that's the 28th of March, it all kicks off down in Canberra, finishes up on Monday the 2nd of April, always over Easter these days. I think they're up to the 52nd now. But between then and now, Jenny, where could somebody, say, go online and find out more about Bush Gothic?
1: Oh, sure. Well, we're playing at the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Oh, nice. um, for about a week. Yeah, and <laughs> it's great. Um, and all other dates are on our website, bushgothic.com
0: bushgothic.com. We'll include some links. We might even chuck in a link to one of our previous interviews so you can see more more in depth about subversive cross-stitch. I'm sure there are people there with bait on their breath saying, I need to find out about subversive cross-stitch. Mabel? Mabel, where's my quill and ink? <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, it's an absolute uh thrill and a joy to speak with you as always i'm looking so forward to going back to the national after a five-year break and i'm looking forward to seeing you guys there and great look forward to seeing you too and if you don't play this one
1: maggie, maggie, maggie,
0: you don't play maggie may you'll have me to answer to oh.
1: <laughs> oh, okay all right we'll do it
0: <laughs> Jenny, thanks again, and we'll see you at uh, the National Folk Festival in at Easter. Great, thanks, Bill. See ya, bye.